Hello and welcome to our Kinepic knowledge-based podcast. I am Christian Sigeti, CEO, co-founder at Kinepic. Today, we are happy to welcome Dr. Leona Alizadeh from Institute for Interventional Diagnostic Radiology, University Hospital Frankfurt. Hello, Leona, and welcome. Hi, everyone, and uh, thank you very much for the invitation. I'm very happy to be here today. Please introduce briefly your institution. What is your major profile? What kind of intervention do you make most frequently? So um, I work at the university hospital in Frankfurt and uh, as a university hospital, we have many different types of interventions, but um, our biggest focus uh, in everyday work is uh, on interventional oncology, like transarterial chemoembolization, transarterial chemoperfusion, uh, ablations, and uh, we do a lot of different kinds of CT interventions. And um, so at the moment, we are also developing uh, yeah, minimal invasive treatment of prosthetic artery uh, embolization and uh, for benign prosthetic hyperplasia. So we have a bright uh, and wide spectrum of different interventions. And how did you hear about the Kinepic technology, digital variants and geography as DVA? How did you get in touch with Kinepic? <laughs> That's uh, actually a funny story because uh, initially, I think it was by the end of 2017, so a few years ago, when uh, Professor Vogel um, was introduced to the software more or less by accident because uh, we were at a conference and um, we get to know the software and Kinepict for the first time. And um, back then, uh, we haven't heard about the company so far, and we didn't know about the technology. So uh, when I when I heard about the technology, of course, I, I was at the conference too, and uh, I was very eager to learn about it because it uh, showed a great potential. But uh, I think back then, it was already, uh, yeah, you were already present, but it was... Uh, like a initial initial phase of the um, yeah implementation of Kinepic, so I was very happy to be one of the first uh, to actually get in touch with your company to do uh, scientific research. Okay, and um, which topic was a part of the research collaboration? So. I think back then we started in 2018 with the first patients, um, mainly abdominal DSA series uh, from different uh, interventions. So for the procedure types, we had transarterial chemoembolization and um, also later um, different kinds of interventions. We did um, peripheral angiography uh, too, but uh, we quickly learned that one of our main focuses was on the abdominal and uh, pelvic region. So basically we started out with the prosthetic artery embolization because it's, back then we started also doing the procedures and uh, it was a nice fit for the software. And what are the most important results so far and what is the significance of this data? 
Yeah, so definitely uh, the most important uh, part was the quality reserve, uh, which we could observe in the DVA in contrast to the DSA. And um, the better visibility uh, of the small vessels and uh, even at low dose. And uh, also we have many obese patients or oblique uh, view angulation of the sea arm where we need the best possible image quality. And uh, that was definitely uh, a game changer for us. Have you already published your data? Yes, we uh, did recent publication in uh, academic uh, radiology and uh, it was an initial investigation on um, the prosthetic artery embolization and uh, it was a retrospective trial. So we uh, just recently published it this year. Okay, and when, what is your general opinion about DVA? Can you highlight what is the very difference about the clinical practice compared to the classical DSA? Yeah, I, I think for us, um, the highlight was to have the clear contrastation of the small vessels, which we sometimes lose due to um, the dilution of the contrast agent um, uh, in the small vessels or um, due to the flow. And um, I think that's one of the major aspects because especially in prosthetic artery embolization and also in uh, other uh, interventions which we uh, do at our institution. Uh, it's very uh, important to rule out um, that you have a cross flow of uh, embolic agents to other organs. And um, that definitely was uh, one of the uh, most important features. A lot of times you highlight a prostate embolization. Why? It's a new technology in, in the intervention or or do you have a lot of very interesting results if you see the the, the other doctor or, or why? Exactly, yeah. It's basically both. So we have, it's a new exciting intervention. So it's uh, upcoming and we have more and more patients who uh, would like to get a prosthetic artery embolization. Um, and then again, it's uh, for benign prosthetic hyperplasia. So um, we don't want to have a high radiation burn, which is basically one of the major concerns, um, which is stated throughout the literature in context of this procedure, uh, also by urologists. And um, I think this is such a nice uh, a field for application of this software because we are able to save radiation dose uh, at the same time without losing the image quality. And you really want to make sure that you just embolize um, the prosthetic artery, not the uh, vesicalis artery and um, harm the bladder or have a cross flow to the rectum. So it has a high clinical uh, value and also patient safety aspects. Mm -hmm. um... The kinepic birth station has been installed on your cat lab. What kind of angiography system do you use? So we are lucky to use the Artis Fino system, so which is a rather new system by Siemens Health. And yes, 
And um, so the image quality was very good initially, but um, when you go to a very low radiation dose level and uh, we still see a big difference. So we had a high quality reserve in our trials. As you know, the Artisfan is a very, very good machine. And, and what is your experience with the DVA in a, your daily work? So um, in the beginning, it was uh, we had concerns that the images didn't uh, load so fast or the displaying uh, was like a little bit uh, yeah, delayed in the everyday life uh, during the procedure but and basically the progressively uh, faster uh, post-processing of the images uh, which is really getting uh, updated by the uh, software updates um, from time to time and by now I think we have uh, a very fast calculation time of the images and um, during the interventions, we like to just have it as an additional uh, image next to the DSA image on a split screen on the NGO suite. And um, we also do a lot of uh, color-coded DVA imaging to assess the flow. And um, so that's basically how we use it in a routine and uh, mostly for a routine intervention. So uh, we don't use it so much in the emergency uh, cases or in special interventions where we need um, the whole NGO uh, uh, display to, to display or uh, roadmap images and so on. That's, uh, I think, something for the future. But at the moment, we use it for routine interventions. Mm -hmm. um, are there ongoing studies with DVA? Yeah, we fortunately have uh, several other studies um, which are upcoming at the moment. We have uh, trials on uh, abdominal uh, yeah, imaging, basically on transarterial chemoembolization, uh, which is one of our most frequent uh, pro procedures here. And um, also we would like to try it uh, in the context of uh, transarterial um, perfusion, uh, chemoperfusion, and uh, also for transtubular intrahepatic uh, portosystemic uh, shunting, um, because we would like to try and play a little bit with uh, semi-quantitative analysis and uh, to test if uh, we can save some contrast agent, especially for these patient uh, cohort which is really sensitive uh, to kidney failure. So we don't want to have a high burden uh, of contrast agent. Uh, you mentioned the, the CCDVA. Do you have previous experience with a similar iFlow product from Siemens or, or not? Actually, iFlow, we never really used iFlow uh, at our department. Um, I've seen it some several times, but um, we basically started using the color-coded DVA because it's um, just one click away. And uh, I think it was natural to use it side-by-side side with the uh, standard DVA and uh, additionally to the DSA. Um, but we haven't used the iFlow in our department. Mm. Okay. Um... I would like to take the opportunity and thank you again for participating with 
Professor Thomas Fogel and our Kinepic Symposium and Thursday. Could you kindly share some part of the presentation and findings? Yeah, thank you indeed for the invitation. It was a very interesting symposium and it was very, um, yeah, showing new uh, uh, frontiers of the use of the software and we were very happy to take part. And um, during our presentation, we uh, basically uh, presented our results from a retrospective trial on the PAE, uh, where we had uh, more than two times uh, a signal to noise. I have to start over, <laughs> it was contrast to noise. Thank you indeed for the invitation. And it was very nice to see so many um, different aspects of the software and the symposium. We were very happy to take part in the symposium. And um, yeah, basically we were able to present our results on the prosthetic artery embolization. And um, yeah, in our trial, we saw that we had a two times quality reserve uh, on the image quality. Um, basically, the contrast to noise ratio uh, was very, very good. And we were able to, to see that there's some potential for radiation dose reduction and even contrast agent reduction. And um, in the uh, qualitative analysis of our readers, we saw that the preference uh, was significantly towards the DVA images um, only in the context of bigger vessels like the aorta. The difference wasn't that relevant. So um, we saw that nearly, uh, yeah, there was no preference uh, over the normal DSA. Okay. Thank you for your detailed answer. And I'm afraid we have reached the end of today's session. Thank you to all our listeners for joining us today. And big thank you to Dr. Leona Alizadek from University Hospital Frankfurt for sharing her insight and wisdom with us. As always, if anyone has any question or comment about what we have discussed, be sure to get in touch with us. We're looking forward to catch you all next time. Goodbye. Bye.